and we are recording now. Welcome to episode three of the Connect the Dots Gambling Podcast, CTDG Pod. Do you like that? <laughs> I like it. Because <laughs> the other one's a mouthful. So, <laughs> oh, hey, oh, hey, already there on the mouthful. So, so I think the more we abbreviate, it'll catch on like wildfire. Um, how you doing? I'm doing good. Good. Good, good. Uh, this show, we're about a week away from the start of the NFL season, so we wanted to kind of go into like a, a primer of, of things we're going to be looking at, kind of our, our thought process, our strategy, and then next week will be our big week one preview show. Is that accurate? Yeah, and I think it's a good, good way to go about it. We're going to go macro, large to small. So again, during this, uh, you know, let's challenge one another, take it a step further, connect a dot. What does that mean? What do you think? Mm-hmm. And why are you there logically? Um, and we'll go back from there. But first and foremost, thanks to everybody that has been listening and oh, downloading yeah. this. We truly appreciate it. It's been pretty cool. Andrew's reading out the stats. We're up to dozens of we listeners. We are firmly in the dozens. The dozens. Yeah. Kind of like so awesome. Ocean's 12, be the grubs is dozens. Nice. Um, so, yes, it is very much appreciated. I put a post on Facebook and on Twitter. And my dad, he's been doing it the old-fashioned way, like word of mouth, like shoved his phone in people's faces, like, hey, <laughs> down, <laughs> download this. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm shameless. I just, I just send it to people. It's just like, here you go. Yeah, but the response has been uh, overwhelmingly positive. And if this is ever how, if this is it, the height of it is very, very exciting. And I'm, I'm very happy uh, for the folks that did reach out. Um, a lot of, a lot of folks, not a lot, like five or six. Have no, mentioned lots. Made, yeah, yeah, rel- relative <laughs> to the dozens. Right, yeah. right. You're talking thirty percent uh, of our. A lot of people audience. want to be, want to be a part of what we're doing. They're like, hey, when are you guys doing guests? When can I come on? And I'm like, well, technologically, we're not there yet. You know, we're still working on actually recording and like <laughs> making sure the audio is good enough for consumption. Uh, but I think one day we could start bringing bringing folks in. I, I'm nine. I'm like eighty six percent sure someone could like FaceTime into this software I'm using, so I don't have to make the trek out here in order to get get them on. Oh, that'd be great! Yeah. yeah. But don't quote me on that. Yeah, your Uncle Jimmy's willing to do it from the shoe. Shout out to Uncle Jimmy. Ohio State, Notre Dame. He's going to be down there. Wants to give us the live the live look in. He snuck into press, uh, a, po- a press post-game press conference once before, right? Yeah, it'd be better if he told that story because yeah, it's a great it's a story. story. Um, so if Just, we ever do get a guest on, we'll absolutely yeah. have uh, yeah, yeah. have your uncle tell that story. It's For a good sure. story. And much like us, he's also a degenerate gambler, so that works out yeah, as well. Yeah, very much so. It's probably why he listened. He, he did send me his picks for tonight just so I have them ready, too. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, we've got college football in in full swing starting soon yeah by the time by the time people hearing this this game's already already happened but Pitt West Virginia is about to kick off Penn State I have money on them winning more games than the Steelers that's such a weird excited about that that's such a weird bet Penn State not Pitt correct correct Penn State okay so I have both you know the allegiance to Pitt because Rose and I like to drive up there to see a game occasionally but yeah I just think you know Penn State uh, will win nine and I think the Steelers win seven eight I got some pushback on my Steelers take from last week uh, from my guy, Robbie. He, he's, he's in your camp and thinks they're going to suck. Uh, and he brought up a good point. The Steelers, during all these winning seasons, have had Big Ben at quarterback. And for a long stretch, he was an elite top five 
quarterback. Yeah, that was my contention. Tomlin yeah. was, yeah. you know, your your chain linked, your success goes. So I'm and, assigning more credit to Tomlin than I am Ben, and I think that's a little recency bias because Ben, the last two seasons, two and a half, sure. has been awful. Yep. So. Halo or hangover it can only be one of two things. So yeah. that's the hangovers. Like, oh, he sucks. He's always sucks. I am. I am less strident in my Steelers position. It's probably moved from like a surefire. I think they're going over to. I'm just going to stay away from the Steelers and kind of worry about them week by week. Um, we talked about Wyoming football players for a little bit. You had some Wyoming guys you wanted to run through. Because- yeah, I'll, I'll bring that up. And again, you know, we kind of poo pooed it like. Could you name another Wyoming player? I could not. And we couldn't at that time. And then we did take a look, and I sent you the text. Let me pull it up real quick. Uh, So shout out to the Wyoming Cowboys. Correct. All right. So Just we're, absolutely we're atrocious color scheme, too. If they could get that sent over, it would be great. So yeah, I mean great color scheme. Did I say atrocious? I mean fantastic. Nothing like brown, yellow, and white. There's uh, at least 13 current NFL players from Wyoming. That's so many. Josh Allen. Yeah. It's a QB1. Mm-hmm. And shame on me. The Washington Commanders center and starts Chase Rolier. No, I yeah. made that last name up, sort of, so he's, I don't know good. if I got it right. Ruler, Rulier. I think you, uh, um, you fancied it up a little bit. You Marcus it up Epps a little bit. is a free safety, and he starts for the Eagles. Yep. Deshaun Gibson was a longtime Cleveland Brown. I don't – a kick returner. I don't think I can really call that out, but Rico Gafford is a kick returner. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Rico. And uh, Logan Wilson, linebacker for the Bengals. He's really good. Those are the names that I recognized. And Andrew Wingard. He starts for Jacksonville. We got uh, uh, Jacob Hollister. Jacob is he Hollister. still there? He's still on the roster. He's on IR, so we won't see him. Oh, I, see I, him this I year. did have some follow up on the guy from Youngstown. He did get cut by the Dolphins, Lynn Bowden. Yeah, and he did get signed onto the practice squad. I saw today somebody picked him up. He was signed by the Patriots. So we're gonna go hang out with Bill Belichick. Not not a bad place to land. He's probably not gonna see the field. If you, couldn't make the, if you couldn't make the Raiders roster or the Dolphins roster. One of the most enjoyable, like, like, I don't know, college bowl games was watching him when he finished his career at Kentucky. It was a great game. I couldn't even tell you who they played. Yeah, he was electric. Good. He was electric. He was electric. I think it might be more a between-the-ears type thing with him more so than actual ability. But don't quote me on that. That's All right. conjecture. Well, we digressed enough. We cleaned up a lot of things there, so we're going to keep this moving. Yeah, I do want you to download this, and anybody that's truly interested, okay. again, if you start making wagers based off this show, mm-hmm. shame on you. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it's just that's a disclaimer. Do not, do not recommend. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, we have some, you know... I, I always say I play poker like a guy that pays child support. So what that means is <laughs> don't bet outside your limits and hurt your family, just please. By all means, this is just more of a, you know, synopsis. We have no way of knowing how bad we're going to do or how well we're going to do. Um, we're going to take some wild swings for sure. But download this to your phone, and, and I just put it on my home screens. It's called Team Rankings. Okay, seems pretty straightforward. Yeah, it is. What it really has is a lot of against the spread information, and mm-hmm. I use it for different reasons. So you'll need it all year long. Interesting. Yeah. So as we go through some of this, you're going to want to refer back to that. I'm sure there's, it's free. Or there's going to have a component where they're going to want to suck you in for picks and all of that good stuff. I sure. just use it strictly for against the spreads, and uh, and how I use them is probably vastly different different than most people. 
So we'll talk a lot about that. So, you know, today when you said we didn't have a full agenda, I kind of went yeah. down this path. Sure. What do you got for me? Ten teams, or no, let me say this differently. Okay. There was approximately... Take two. Take two. There was seven teams that had covered against the spread ten games last year. Okay. At the bottom end of that, you have um, six teams only covered six times. Okay. All right. So here's what we're doing. We're taking 20%. We're saying these 20% of these teams year over year, it might be anywhere from 16 to 22% range. Mm-hmm. It's going to finish with 10 against the spread covers. Okay. At the bottom of this, you're going to have six to five teams. Conversely, have six or less against the spread covers. So you got to identify those teams. You do, and here's why, right? During the season, we're going to go a lot off of trends. I will tell you this right now. Every single team in the NFL will cover at least five times next year. Yeah. Without exception. Yeah, just because how the lines are. You know, right. They're too good at setting the line that it tries to get that, like, they're, they're shooting for 50-50. And I think that's my logic and what I want to present to you. Vegas, you know, again, they don't care who you bet. They can give two right. shits, right? They just, you know, getting the numbers right. But what I looked at was last year and the year before that, and it bears it out. The year before that, um, the number was very similar. However, the teams were different every single year when I looked at a comparison. So, for example, um, you had Dallas cover 13 times last year. The year before that, Dallas covered five times. Oh, wow. Right. However, that was the one anomaly. There wasn't any other team that made that list that crossed over. So, when you pull that was up Dak last year. Was hurt that year? Is that why? Yeah. Okay, that makes and, sense. And you're probably get a bias on people that bet Dallas. That they're a very public team. You right. get that with Dallas, you get that with Pittsburgh. Right, but that's where the the handicappers get you, right? They already know your mm-hmm. compulsion to go certain ways. So that being said, last year the teams that were over 10 or more covers were Dallas, Green Bay, Detroit, Tennessee, Cincinnati, Indy, and New England. Okay, yeah. so pretty much good teams, and then the Patriots, who were kind of okay. Yeah, and Detroit wasn't a good team. But that's true. Detroit was just Three a covering wins, machine. They're competitive. Covered 11 times. So what did Vegas get wrong there? That's what we're looking for. Yeah. That's, that's what team. we're looking for. That's where for. you make hay. You got that wrong, Vegas. You know, you had a three-win team that covered 11 times. They failed to adjust the line appropriately. Mm-hmm. I don't know that it cost them. I wouldn't assume that Detroit drew a lot of tickets no they're not like lamenting right like god damn it why didn't we have right the the bottom's gonna make more sense you had atlanta mm-hmm. both new york teams jets giants yeah. chicago jacksonville carolina bad teams all make sense yeah um if you went back to 2020 the top and no team had 13 or 12 in 2020 buffalo uh miami pittsburgh green bay and baltimore so miami's the interesting one in there yeah and then last year you know they came down to the middle of the pack. So what I did was I looked at both mm-hmm. 2020, 2021, mm-hmm. and identified that no sets of teams translated. So if you were in the top in 2021, yeah, those weren't the same teams in 2020. So that, again, leads me down the path that Vegas manipulates and does a great year job. Year basis. Like, right. okay, this team covered more than we thought. Let's go ahead when we're handicapping their games, factor that in. Right. And then the bottom change, too. The only truth that I could find out of those twos, and I'm going to, we're going to develop what we're going to call buckets. We're okay. going to have teams that we're going to bet with BWs. Buckets. Bucket BW. winners? And BA, bet against. Got it. So bet with, bet against. BA Baracus. 
So either way, just understand we're just going to have two buckets. We've, and, and what I've done is I've cross-referenced the teams and found 10 teams that didn't hit either of these. Crunched the numbers? Well. Typed them into your big science. Well, it just, you know, it's, it's definitely the back of a napkin. But like a bat cave. Computer. There were only 10 teams that didn't fit into one of those initial buckets that I rolled to you. I said six uh-huh. or less, 10 or above. The middle of the pack. Well, they had never been on polar ends. So now I captured the people in the middle that haven't hit either end. So these are the teams Vegas has figured out. Well, or they haven't yet. So here's what I propose to you. And we have to figure out where to place okay. these 10 teams. So we'll go one at a time, but I just want to read them out loud first. Sure. And I think five of these teams make the jump up and five of these probably go down. But we'll probably have to make some adjustments midseason based on how they're trending. Got For it. example, if you cover three straight weeks against the spread to start mm-hmm. the season, week four, I am hammering everything against you. Right. And, and we'll just do that all year long. So here are the 10 that we're going to go through. And you're going to tell me, are they going to land 10 or above or six or below against the spread? And you just, yeah, covering with the exception not, not right of, I'm already saying, I'm going to give you two. We're going mm-hmm. to bet with Green Bay. Okay. Because they're an exception. They're The last two years, they've been over 10 both years. So I think they're just a good team. And there's mm-hmm. points of difference to go in there. And then we're going to bet against the Jets. That makes sense. <laughs> right? Yep. You're never going to feel bad about I can get with Aaron. Yeah. You're never going to feel bad about betting against the Jets. You didn't have to tell me anything to bet against the Jets. <laughs> you just said, hey, you want to bet against the Jets all year? I'm like, absolutely. Yeah, that makes sense. No problems there. So the 10 teams that haven't been on polar opposite ends would be Arizona, Tampa Bay, New Orleans, Las Vegas, Kansas City, Seattle, San Francisco, Chargers, Denver, and Washington. So you could assume that those teams have fallen somewhere in the middle. They were never that, you know, they probably covered about 500% of the time. Ish. Ish. And then I did track down, I used StatMuse to get the point differential for those clubs last year. So, for example, um, Tampa Bay was a plus 158 Mm -hmm. uh, in in, in terms of scoring. Probably a better indicator than actual win-loss is how teams point differential you know how many points you're scoring versus how many points you're giving up um you also want to look at that on a per game basis as well to give you a better better idea cat is firmly settled in yeah stanley's like you will not need these three notebooks there's no (laughs) way you didn't memorize all these stats so the cat has now blocked my entire worksheet okay so your your thought process here is the top and bottom tend to get sorted out so they don't tend to show up in the top or bottom again, with well, two outliers being Green Bay and the Jets. They tend to show up in the top and bottom as far as covers go. Yeah. So you're saying this middle group hasn't been, the code hasn't been cracked yet. Right. And again, I think the adjustments do get made year to year, Halo hangover. And for what I'm saying, if we knew in advance, if I told you in advance, if you bet these five teams all year long... Mm-hmm. You're going to go 10 and 7. You can do the math and see how that would be a huge advantage. Conversely, if I told you this team's only going to cover six times, that's 11 additional. I mean, that number would be pretty obtuse. Now, that being said, it's not always going to mathematically fall into that equation. But we're not going to ever bet 16 games anyway. No. No. So... And again, as we go through this, we're going to be preaching a lot. And this is something I taught my sister when we were down in Nashville uh, to see the Chili Peppers was as much as when I'm playing cards, I want to always think raise versus Mm -hmm. check. Um, We're always going to look at teams that are getting points. That being said, there are going to be times where we're going to have to lay points. Sure. And then we'll get into the critical numbers next week, three, seven. 
you know, do we feel more comfortable betting on teams getting points? Mm-hmm. Uh, how to generate some revenue to to make some other bets just by being wise and avoiding some of those middle games that we're not intuitively or we would normally bet. You know, something right. that might strike a chord with us may just be, uh, I really can't roll there yet because. I don't have a good trend line. It may take three or four weeks before the against the spread starts sure. to really come into we, play. I think the first quarter of the season is the most difficult as far as handicapping because we don't really know what these teams are. You know, you could look at rosters and you look at coaches and you could make your best inferences of where you think these teams are going to be, but it's all it's all guesswork at this point. We don't have any actual samples of these teams playing football in 2022. Um, so, yeah, I get that. That makes sense to, to really start to see some trends establishing. It's going to take a little bit of time. But conversely, if you find one of those teams early on, you know, if you get a really good feel or you just happen to be lucky because there's luck. I mean, there's a large part of this is luck. It's all it's all, you know, educated guesses, but you don't really know. Well, you know, I, I think you're right. But and Patrick made a great point here the other day. Patrick, you know, he's a contributor to the show. So we love Patrick. Yeah. You know, the field goal kicker is such a huge component. When you think about Cincinnati going from worse in their division to the Super mm-hmm. Bowl and. It's pretty incredible, but we have to factor in yeah. those things because there's only a couple guys now, and they both are in the same division yeah. that are like that. So Evan when we look at some of these teams, stone cold killer. challenge me on those subtleties of what makes the difference between a team winning against the spread nine games versus six. Yeah, you know, and that's it. When you see Cincinnati's cover totals last year, a lot of that was winning the close games. And if you mm-hmm. win the close games, you're probably going to cover the spread. And again, perception of Cincinnati, we talked about a little bit when we did the over-unders. Nobody anticipated Cincinnati being that good. So those are the teams that kind of, I think, buck those trends, the overachievers and the underachievers. So even if they're not translating to wins, like you said with Detroit, Detroit was a better team than their record indicated on paper because of how many times they were competitive in ball games. All those covers means Detroit's not as bad as a three-win team. Or the betting herd, just simply the hangovers that strong in Detroit that they continuously miss. Just ignore them. Yeah, yeah. they just miss yeah. They just miss. There's the probably boat. a little bit of that. Yeah, and There's probably some I of that with Cincinnati do. as well. I don't want to miss the boat. I want to be on that boat. And college right. is more pronounced. You could have a college team that will only cover once or twice this entire year. And shame on sure. us if we don't have that other side 13 times. Right. Or conversely, one of my favorite things to do in college football is just bet on Ohio State. Right. I feel like Ohio State covers all the time. Like, I don't have the data in front of me, but every time I bet on Ohio State, I feel like they're going to cover. It doesn't matter. Good possibility. Yeah. All right, let's peel into these so we can get this moving along. Let's start with, and and I want to start with a bad team we think is going to be bad. Okay. So, can we make money betting against Seattle all year long? That is a strong contender. So, we've got a couple things working for us. We've got Pete Carroll, a notoriously conservative head coach. We've got Russell Wilson departing. So now we've got Geno Smith. Uh, and maybe at some point we'll see Drew Locke if Geno is, you know, who we think he is. He's just not good. Um, former West Virginia Mountaineer. Um, and the division, you have to play the 49ers twice. You have to play the Rams twice. And you have to play Arizona twice. And then, you know, my feelings about Arizona aside, that's a team that can put up points. So Seattle will probably be getting points all year long. Yeah. They may not be in a situation where they're favored. Right. And if they are, it's it's very few and far between. 
So, yes, I, I, I'm with you that I think Seattle could be an opportunity because historically, their team that's done well and has always, even last year, considered a down year for them and Seattle wasn't wasn't doing that great. They still managed to get, what, like nine, ten wins? And their plus differential was 29. So they, they were pretty much even money. Pretty much so even. They, they weren't setting the world on fire. They weren't getting beat badly. But, again, that's probably more an indicator of the QB. And I don't know if they're a team that everyone has pegged. Like, I think people think Seattle's going to be bad. But I, when I hear the talk of, like, worst team in the NFL, it kind of migrates to, like, the Jets and Falcons and things like that. Like, there's teams that people think are worse than Seattle. So, gun to your head, bet against Seattle all year long blindly. Yeah, I would never feel good betting on that team. That, that's one of my, my commandments I'm going to try to adhere to this year. Is like, just don't bet on bad quarterbacks. You want your wager put in the hands of Geno Smith. You trust him to score 14, 21, 28 points. I, I don't. Not even a little bit. And I'm, he seems like a nice gentleman, but like I don't want I don't want my my faith in his my fate in his hands, you know. Good community person seems like a nice guy. Let's jump over to Tampa Bay. Yeah, Tampa Bay just feels like a whole bucket of weird. I, I don't know what to make of them. So, kind of new coach, but coach that's been there, same offensive coordinator. Tom Brady's got a new face. Like he's just doing all this weird. I haven't seen anything because, again, I'm not a social media creature. Oh, yeah. Like, his, his face just looks different. Like, you could tell he's had some type of work Did he done. go see Dr. Rapika? Yeah, something, something like that. It's one of those things where, like, it's one of those things that's like, hey, this is going to take a while for it to settle and you look like a normal human again. <laughs> Baker's wife goes to Dr. Rapika. There you go. I think so. Um, yeah, I, I don't so know. So he's what, had some work. He's had some work. He's 45 years old, you know. He's got he's got money. Not no, there's anything wrong, wrong, wrong with it. Not shaming it. Just pointing out his face is different than it was. So Tampa Bay bet against bet with Tom Brady's new face. 158 plus differential last year. Think about that. Just on the scheme of, if I told you they scored 160 more points than the opposing collectively. It's about 10 Tampa points Bay, per game. Tampa Bay scored a fuck ton. They scored a ton of points. They were smashing teams. Um, it's just not a team I have a good feel for at this point. We'll take it. Let me push you to connect a dot. Okay. If you're Vegas, yeah. Tom Brady, forty-five, goat. Yeah. How am I setting the line for the betting public and not saying the betting public is a herd of cattle? But let's say they were. Sure. So wh- how are you slaying? I think Are you slanting which way? I th- well, I think the normies would bet with Tom Brady. So we can expect a halo line. So Tampa Bay should be giving points all year and probably significant points at time. Would you mm-hmm. would you concur? Sure. That being said, you want to bet against a new face or bet with I don't know. Um it's my- gotta go in one bucket. Yeah, I don't. I don't feel like. I don't. I don't know if this is the year that's going to be a drop off because what has really changed for Tom Brady? The only issue is the interior offensive line's a little weaker. Other than that, it feels like the same team, same offense, same defense. They're going to be great. You know, how Brady gets rid of the ball so fast? How much is that offensive line actually going to going to matter? So I guess, gun to my head, I'm betting. I'm still betting with Tom Brady. I'm going with the public. Even you might have to 
have some numbers that fall on the other side, the half points, the two points on the crooked side, you're still thinking they sure. could cover 10 times? Uh, 10, maybe. All right, I'm going to I'm gonna give you a Probably BA a good on teaser Tampa team. Bay. You tease those lines down a little bit. I'm going to say I'm going to buck that track. I might, I might put Tampa Bay in a teaser every week. That might make sense. <laughs> that should be a dad commandment to a son. No teasers. You're not spending money like well, that. If I can't do parlays, i got to do no teasers. Parlays, no teasers. i got to do something. Uh, dad, got to check this kid. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm betting against. Okay. And, and you're, you're going bet with. Very reluctantly. I guess it would be tough to pull the trigger and just consciously bet 17 times against Tampa Bay. Just on its on its face, it feels like one of those things you'd feel silly, like, oh, God, I can't believe I bet against Tom Brady every week, you know? Because yeah. he's still Tom Brady until he proves otherwise. And this could be the season he proves otherwise. Yeah, hey, eventually I'm moving up to the LOTs next eventually. year. Eventually. That's where the old guys yeah, go. They yeah. move forward. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's jump to a team that I find fascinating that I think could be very interesting. I think we might get a bargain here. How about New Orleans? Love it. Absolutely love it. Love mm-hmm. everything about it. So you're ready? Bet. Worry it. Do it. You got Jameis, uh, who, again, that team can score points. He was playing really well in New Orleans before he got hurt. You got same offensive coordinator, same defensive coordinator, so you've got that continuity in there as well. Um, and you got Michael Thomas coming back. Allegedly. 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 Can't guard Mike. You just can't. Um, James threw for 5,000. And their defense is really, really yeah, good. Yeah, let's really not forget good. that. And they love, they love yeah. the play at home. Uh, and James, you know, I still got the hangover from the halo from the 5,000 yards he threw a couple years ago for Tampa Bay. Yeah, despite the 30 Yeah, Brady seconds. gets an extra game to do it. Right. Jameis doesn't get an MVP. <laughs> well, the 30 interceptions. You can't win well, an MVP well, and throw 30 interceptions. Wow. You just can't. You some can't that, have a one, on the receiver. You can't have sure. a one to one touchdown interception rate. Well, 5,000 yards is a lot of yards. You're I pushing get it, the ball. 30 is a lot of interceptions. <laughs> <laughs> it's a biscuit in the air. All right. So that was, we made quick work think of that. That's an expression, but. <laughs> I know you love this team because they, uh, you know, this is your hangover. Arizona, plus 83 in point differential. We know they had a great first half. Shit to bed second half. We don't think highly of them. Right. Bet with, bet against. Bet against. Bet against. But aren't they attractive in certain situations? So I was looking at that. Well, like the like, head coach? Yeah, he's gorgeous. He's a handsome man. <laughs> <laughs> All things aside, he's a handsome, you handsome can, you man. You can look at the splits of Kyler Murray with DeAndre Hopkins and without DeAndre Hopkins. Different guy. Hopkins makes such a big deal. He's missing the first six weeks of the season. This team could be in like a two and four situation when he comes back. And we know they're a team that fades over time. Kyler's small. He accumulates these hits. It seems like towards the end of the season, they fade. It's happened the past two seasons. They just crash and burn when they get to a certain point. So, yeah, I'm fading the Cardinals all year. I don't like anything about that team. <laughs> this isn't tied to your $20 over bet from last year, is it? It very well could be. <laughs> <laughs> we are spiteful of the Rump House. Who's to say? Don't want to rule it out. I've lost more money playing poker trying to spite spite <laughs> people spite. that will spite you with this seven deuce <laughs> all spite um, I know Ooh, we talked about it. all spite instead of 
you know, Old Spice. All Spice. All Spite. Uh, like uh, my favorite. We put on <laughs> Nicolas bets. Cage movies. Like this, this, all Spite. This bet is an All Spite bet. Oh, I love it. Sponsored by Old Spice. Which is the deodorant I actually do use. Of course. I know we were going to talk about this, so we might as well just go here. This is a segue into it. And, you know, I know at some point we're going to have commandments, and we said we would. You know, mm-hmm. one of the commandments being, like... I think it's a list we could fill out as Yeah, we go. our MVP yeah. should be 6'5", and quarterbacks. So <laughs> yes. size matters. So you brought up um, Kyler Murray. Little shortest guy. quarterback in the NFL. He's 5'10". It's probably shorter than that. Next shortest? Uh, Baker. Russell Wilson. Oh. 5'11". Ooh, again, also Swirly. probably short 5'11". Yeah. 6'1 um, group, you get Jalen Hurts, you get Baker, you get Tua at 6'1". Still smallish. Mm-hmm. Um, and you kind of called out Baker. And again, plug for Baker's wife using Dr. Rapika. Rose, another plug for Dr. Rapika. I love him. Here's your group of 6'2". He's going to have to guys a check if you keep Dak, saying his name. Aaron. <laughs> Uh, Mitch, I just go by Mitch now. Sure, they, they use his full name a lot, like like they hate him or something. I think that's a him like thing. Mitchell. I think he prefers Mitchell. I could um, be wrong. Zach Wilson. Okay, let's go the other way. The freakishly large QBs, six five. Carson Wentz, mm-hmm. Tom Brady, mm-hmm. Josh Allen, yep. Daniel Jones, yep. Six four. Joe Burrows. Marcus Mariota is 6'4". Shout out to Marcus. Davis Mills, we're high on him. He's 6'4", so he fits in our club. So 3,500 yards, yeah. get your ticket on Davis Mills. Like Don't ten, miss ten out on that. Are that dude's neck. All neck, the All giraffe neck. neck. He can't ride under <laughs> overpasses in a convertible for fear of hitting his head. Uh, Ryan Tannehill is 6'4", and Jameis is 6'4". So I'm thankful to have a 6'5 quarterback. And here we go with the two biggest. And again, I, probably MVP in my book, Justin Herbert, 6'6", all man. And Trevor Lawrence is six six, all knows. <laughs> Tre- they're built differently though. Trevor's got more of a slighter frame and he's kinda like got that gazelle like long stride type thing where Herbert is like a tank. That dude's fucking massive. It's wild. That's probably one of the draft takes I was most wrong about seeing that dude. I'm like, ah, Chargers got Justin Herbert. That's not gonna work out. He's incredible. I, that I, Oregon team was just really bad. It wasn't his fault. Yeah, and, I, and yeah. no wonder I missed a boat on him, too, because, again, yeah. we're not sitting up watching Pac-12. No, it's Pac-12. Oregon sucked. Yeah, we watch it when they come this way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like yeah. at a reasonable time. Get, what are you playing the all the time? so late. Yeah. Good Lord. So those are your quarterbacks. And, again, we're really bullish on bigger is better. So sure. size matters, commandment. Size matters. Yeah. I so like for, for that type of individual place. We think to be durable and to win any award of significance, you must be at least 6'2 to ride this ride. Aaron <laughs> Rodgers, uh, that's that's where we're stopping, 6'2. Anybody below 6'2, just throw out. Don't even don't even, don't even even write a ticket. Don't even need to talk about him. All right, size matters. We're done with that. Oh, I did have one more thing, a segment we can introduce called Lighting sure. Money on Fire. Yeah, I love it. I'm already into yeah, it. Yeah, Lighting Money on Fire, $50, and I sent it to you. And again, it's based off of our show, right? Connect the dots. So I went back and I listened to it, and immediately the thing I thought of was, why stop there? Okay. If we arrive at, and again, these are outlandish, so please, please, please understand sure. when we say light money on fire, we mean literally light money on fire. Miami to win the division, mm-hmm. parlayed with Las Vegas to win the mm-hmm. division, $50 to win 2100 Love it. 
It's not going to happen. Not going to happen. Light the fifty dollars on fire and just you know just for the chance to say I had that parlay. Just you show someone the ticket. Oh, because think about it. You're like, fuck Kansas City, right? You know, fuck the Chargers. You know, you're just saying fuck you. A lot of people on that play. The Bills. Fuck you, Bills. Fuck you. And we just said Josh Allen size matters. they're going to win, like, 14 games. But connect the dots, right? It's like, just keep pushing it forward. Sure. Like, if you like both those odds individually, like, yeah. Yeah, and those are going to be two plays. Smash we're, it together. We're definitely going to bet Miami to win their division. Of course, you always bet the Commanders to win their division. And then you bet right. the Raiders to win their division. And I think two of those are actually logical. Now, the next thing would be, who are the field goal kickers for the Raiders and the Dolphins? Daniel Carlson. And is he good? Stone Cold G. Killer. Yeah. yeah. You need that. Yeah, we won a ton of close games last year, and Carlson. When we get to the forty-five yard line, are we good with the Raiders? Yeah, I mean, he doesn't have like a bazooka leg, like sixty plus. Not McPherson. Did I get the name right, Pat? Yeah, Evan McPherson. All right, shooter, shooter from. He was drafted. Drafted as a kicker. Florida State. I think just Florida. Oh, damn. I went so yeah, like, like, was, like I knew it. With some conviction. Damn. I'm going to check because I'm not confident about it. And then who's the kicker for Miami? Do we even have an inclination who Jason that would be? Jason Sanders Saunders. Say it with conviction if you're going to make shit up. And he did play at Florida. Florida. Okay. Yeah. I, was, I was in the right state. Yeah, Dolphins kicker. I'm pretty sure it's a Jason. Um, although some teams, like, they change their kickers so frequently because they have a hard time finding a guy or either just don't like paying for the position. That's why I'm glad we've got Carlson. He's under contract, and he's just a really, really well, good kicker. Well, you make me feel better about betting to win the division. Yeah, close games, and uh, I'm sure you've seen the stat thrown around a bunch of times. No quarterback since he's come to the league has had more fourth-quarter comeback victories than Derek Carr. Oh, I love DC. Yeah, he's I'm, I'm, I'm in incredibly deep. clutch. It I'm is on Jason, DC. Jason Sanders is the place kicker for the oh, Dolphins. Oh, look at you. Yeah, look at that. Look at that. The young brain. All right, we left off. We have, um, we just did New Orleans. We love New Orleans. Was that all spawned off Kyler Murray? Is that what happened there? Yeah. Okay. We, we took the natural segue. I was like, how do we hey, do You brought up size. I just happened to be ready for it. Yeah. You know, that was one of my notebooks. Look at you go. So, New Orleans, we're betting with. Green Bay, we're betting with all year. We're betting against the Jets all year. We're betting against Seattle all year. Um, we went different ways on Tampa Bay. In Arizona, you want to bet against all year. Yeah, don't like him. B.A. All right. All right, how about, let's go with Denver. They were plus 13 in point margin. So, again, inferred good defense, bad offense, pretty even trading team. Won some games they probably shouldn't. Lost some games they probably shouldn't have either. We know who's pulling the trigger. We know he's 5'11". That's the biggest factor is, like, how much the bump they're getting from the quarterback. How substantial is Russell Wilson's quarterback's? going to play and he just got a new contract as well they just gave him i think a five-year deal um what kind of difference does that do that team as far as setting the line i don't know is russ a public guy is he popular enough for for teams to bet with russ Denver, so. Denver kind of feels like a popular hey, public I, team as well yeah i never had any grievance betting with russell wilson i've had him on my fantasy teams for decades sure i mean the guy's been there forever and he's always a three-point guy he kept you in every game i felt like he was always 
willing to go down with the ship. He was always right there. Sure. Decades feel strong. I don't of feel course. like he's been in the league for 20 plus years. I know. I, you know, I like to overextend myself a little bit. So, yeah, clearly he's been playing since 1976. From? Russell Wilson went to Wisconsin, but he transferred there. From? From. Oh, connect the dots. I know he had it in Wisconsin. He transferred from where? That was before the portal. NC State. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I think uh, Wolfpack. NC State may play ECU this week, plus 11. ECU. Ooh, the Pirates. Take the 11, as well as the Oregon, plus 16 and a half. Big Pirates guy. No, I just need money for future wagers. Sure. So of course. Two college plays, taking the points in both, 11 to 16 and a half. Put them in the bank. And then just go make the future plays before next week starts. Yes. So those are the two college plays that I threw out there. So where were we? We're talking about Denver. Russell what are you Wilson, feeling? Denver. Um, Against the spread. Five wins, ten. What are they covering? It's, How many times? It's almost like an emotional hedge for me because I hate the Broncos. So if I'm, if the Broncos are succeeding, at least I could offset that by making money. Whereas if I double down and root for their failure and also root for them to not cover, betting against them, I leave myself susceptible to not only losing money and the Broncos winning. So I've worked myself into betting on the Broncos going forward, betting with the Broncos. Wow. As an emotional hedge. Us we trust. As an emotional hedge. Yeah, I didn't really... I, I wanted to hear your thoughts first. Mm-hmm. I would assume they're going to be getting three and a half or more in so many ball games. Well, the, not uh, the division ones are going to be tough. Sure, I think all those lines are going to be really bunched together and really close. Um, I don't think they're going to be favored against the Chargers, home or road. I don't think they're going to be favored against Kansas City, but I, I could be wrong. I, I, again, I don't know how to properly calibrate the Russell Wilson thing. I'm going to put them on hold for now because I don't know where to place them. I don't know what to think about it. They still use two running backs. Wait a minute. I tried to do that with uh, Tampa Bay. I put the gun to your head. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) For me, if I'm looking at the numbers, if I'm going down the path that makes the most sense to me, I'm going to put them in the bet against only because of their point differential. But you don't think Russ remedies that? I don't. Okay. So I'm going to put Denver bet against. And again... After watching him for two decades, since 2000, when he came in the league, (laughs) last year was the first time I actually saw him as vulnerable. Because I've seen him do stupid shit, like, you know, win games at the end of the night where you've got a Monday night play and you can't effing believe that you just lost it because Russell just pulled some miracle out of his ass. He doesn't scramble as much. He was vulnerable last year. He was hurt. I saw balls bouncing to receivers. Hurt and unhappy. That's a bad combination. And it's not even like he kind of handpicked the offensive coordinator. He had good wide receivers. Like, Seattle's wide receivers are better than Denver's. Easily. 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 The running backs in Denver are better, but it's it's all marginal with running backs. You could find 40 fucking running backs. It doesn't matter. Yeah. If there's a time to get off the Russell train, it's yeah, now He was me. just kind of, like, fed up with the whole vibe. Yeah, I'm going to bet against. Again, I'm just getting off the Russell train, and I've appreciated the times he's won money from me, and he's maddened me on the nights where he's taking money out of my pockets on the last second throw. If I could pull the gun away from my head, I would probably be in the same boat and say, yeah, I just kind of want to stay away from the Broncos. LA Chargers. Gotta be 10 plus, right? You gotta love them. Yeah, but I feel like everybody loves them. 
everybody loves them. So are they going to end up being one of those middle of the pack as far as against the spread teams goes? Because again, that division is so tough. I don't know how they're going to handicap that division all year. So there's six six games where you're like... Three-point games. Three-point games, but they could also be... You know, are they going to set them that way? I, I don't know. Probably. I think for me, the, the reason that I put a star next to it, the reason I obviously 6'5", 6'6", 6'6", hits the criteria, size matters. Yeah. The point differential last year was, if I told you this, it's going to kind of like, I think, take you back a little bit. It was only 15. That is interesting. Well, they still had some They were giving up a lot of points. They were giving up a lot of points. They could not stop the run to save their life. Anybody could run on him. And they went out and got somebody that could stop to run? Cleo Mack. Yeah, he's a beast. Yeah. He's an absolute So I think they addressed that, right? Yeah. So I guess for me, it's really going to be the adjustments Vegas makes over the first few weeks. But I'm putting them the bet with just simply because of the QB play. That's fair. That's fair. Again, it's kind of a Gene Smith conversation. I feel better betting with Justin Herbert than betting against him. Well, more so now if you have a defense. Now, the coach counteracts the defense. Mm-hmm. Because whatever you gain by improving your defense, you still got adult at the head coach. It's going to make these stupid, wild, outlandish get back out there because we just went for it 19 times in a row and got zero points. People love that guy, too. I, I think because he's kind of like affable and likes to talk to the media a little bit. But, yeah, he's he's a lunatic. You get a punt sometimes. Maybe. All right. Um, let's go San Francisco. Don't know what to make of San Francisco. Rookie quarterback, I don't feel great about. Established head coach with a proven scheme, I love. And they have Jimmy G back. Did you see that? Are you aware yeah, of the Garoppolo situation? He's like, hey, you know what? I'll just stay here. I'm pretty yeah. hot and handsome. Yeah. You know, he makes the coach with the Arizona. He the Bay Area. Yeah, he's just going to hang here. I think he's seeing what other people are seeing. Is that an indictment on Lance, or is it just the 49ers just didn't find what they wanted for him? No, I think Jimmy's like, I'll stay here. This dude can't fucking play. You're going to need me. So it's more about Jimmy and where he's located, and I think he just, you know, playing in New England versus playing out the coast. He's happy in San Francisco. I think it makes sense. So bet against San Francisco, because you could probably get some... I would say so. San Francisco is probably another public team as well. They've got that storied history, so I'm going to fade the 49ers as well. I'm okay with that. We'd have to have some regression from Debo. Got paid, got fat. Got to be. Got paid, got fat. Yeah, and he gets hurt. He's got he's an injury thing, especially well, if he's lining up at running back and wide receiver and a bunch of yards out hurt. catch. So he will, but like that still matters. I think in terms of line setting, I'm going to anticipate that we're going to get a halo from Vegas and they're going to over-index. We're going to take advantage right. of coming in on San Francisco betting against Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, you gotta you gotta roll with Mahomes. Again, I feel like they've been Do you underrated. Think they cover fifty percent of the time and disrespected based on their uh, based on their over under. I feel like Vegas is undervaluing them. I bet you against the spread, it, and I could go back as many years as you want because this team rankings app is so sweet. Mm-hmm. I'll pull it up. Um, wouldn't you think that Vegas is automatically juice in Kansas City? Would have to everybody and their brother. Loves to bet Kansas City for all the right reasons. Mahomes, electric, points, I can see offense. So I would assume over the course of X amount of years, how long's Patrick been quarterback there now? It feels like an eternity. But probably like, the great Alex Smith. Probably like four or five years, something like that. 
So we're going to say since 2018, 2019. Where do you feel comfortable? Uh, let's see. He's 26. He's drafted by Kansas City in what year? But yeah, just say 18. That works. And once you're on this app, you can... 17. 17. Well, right. he's drafted in 17, but he didn't start playing until 2018. Right. So I went since 2019, regular season games only. Okay. All right. So this would you, you can do this on the team's ranking app, and then you can sort it alphabetically however you want to roll. Kansas City has covered with Patrick Mahomes since 2019, mm-hmm. 52% of the time. Half the time they don't cover. Fact. It's just little. And it's not because they don't win football games. No, they win a ton of games. Win a ton of games. Just they know who they are. Well, and Vegas knows who they are. And yeah. Vegas knows what the people like. Pets, sports gambling, and drugs. <laughs> so, I mean, Vegas is way ahead of the curve on all those things. So... That being said, we're talking about Kansas City. Would they be more likely to have 10 against the spread wins or six or less? I would still say they're more likely to have 10. Six or less just feels feels really low. It does. And I'm going that way. Bet against. Oh, wow. Betting against Kansas City. See, the disrespect continues. Well, and when I say this, maybe it's where you fade them. Maybe it's so we can don't bet them. Or teasers. (laughs) Get those those lines down a little bit. I did start looking at alternate lines to try to understand the value there. Because I hear these talking heads on, you know, I still listen to AM radio. Of course. Let's clarify that, right? You know, I have a CD player in my car. The demo for AM AM radio. And I definitely listen to AM radio. They talk a lot about the alternate alternate spreads to get that sure. extra half point. Give me some more juice. Or pay for the extra yeah. half point. Yeah. Um, I wasn't seeing the value, honestly. I get there for probably alternate, is. alternate spreads, no. Teasers, yes. Because you're actually, you're getting more more juice your way when you're doing teasers. Oh, you get an alternate spread. You can get Buffalo well, plus yeah, 13. Yeah, yeah. You, could, you, could, you could do that that way. Right. But, you know. Yeah, you got to pay, you know, minus 700. That's the thing. With a teaser, you're still staying close to that, like, minus 110 area where you want to be at, you know. All right. Leaves two teams I left for us. Okay. Both Homervilles. Of course. And the Commanders are probably one of the worst teams against the spread. And I and I they're not typically Absolutely. at the bottom, but I've never seen them at the top. Right. Betting with the Commanders. Carson Wentz is six five. He meets the criteria for size. Three legitimate receivers. Like two and a half. <laughs> you you downgrading Curtis? He's never healthy. I'd like to see him play football once in a while. That's all. I like Curtis Samuel fine. Just play some football once, every once in a while. <laughs> so, you know, I can have an informed opinion on you, guy. Okay? Uh, bet against or bet t-shirt. with? Because it seems like an easy bet against. I can't in good conscience hand Carson Wentz a bag of my money and be like, I trust you, guy, for 16, 17, Not even if he's 6'5". I've already seen it. I know how tall he is. Does this have anything to he's do with wildly him? volatile. Being a he will straight up throw games away. No, it has with how he plays quarterback. He's not very good at it. We can't He's, wait to see Andy Dalton though. Andy Dalton I do love good Andy in Dalton. preseason. Like if, if Jameis went down, God forbid, I think Dalton. Washington had a minus one hundred point differential. Horrible. Last year. Bad. Defense underachieved. Horrible. Um, 
they covered probably seven or eight times last year. Sure. Probably situationally. And again, you know, bet against, bet with. You're going bet against. I'm going to say bet with. Yeah, I, I don't I don't feel great about it because I wouldn't put them in that bucket of like just dog shit god awful teams. But it, what's more what's more likely that they're like really good and win twelve wins or just everything goes what sideways if, and they win four games? Once have I told you this? Ponder this. They start what year is this? 2022? 2022. 2022. Yeah, they're getting away from me. All right. It's so benzo sleeping pills is going to erase everything. So we'll have this at least. Be like, remember when my dad knew me? It was cool. Now he's got Alzheimer's. You don't remember none of us. Yeah, this will come in handy when yeah, the Alzheimer's does kick Right, in. right. Yeah. They start 2-0 against the spread. The commanders. You want to so, hear it? Yeah. Okay. All right. Who are they open with? Jacksonville? Yeah. Favorite? Sure. Detroit. Following week. Favorite. Is that Washington. In Detroit or in Washington? I, I believe it's in Detroit. They might not be favored in that game. They are. You don't think Detroit's going to be like it's minus one? Oh, okay. We're we're you know seven days eight, eight days out for football, but that's what sure. it is now. So we, we're we, favored to win two games. Week one's going to change that a lot. Yeah. Right. So favored to beat Jacksonville at home, and then uh, a slight favorite on a road against the pesky Detroit Lions team, which Vegas knows. Cashed eleven tickets last year. Yeah. So avoid I, Detroit essentially. Yeah, I'm not fucking with Detroit. Yeah. I'm not fucking with Detroit. Nothing against Detroit. We know we have a a halo from watching Hard Knocks. Right. Um, So I'm betting with. I think they could get to 10 against the spread wins. I think there's going to be some numbers where they're going to be six, seven point dogs. You're pocketing two right off the rip. Does it concern you that the line against like Jacksonville and Detroit is so low? Or do you think that that's like. Vegas sleeping on Washington a little bit. I think it's neither. I think it's not going to drive a lot of action one way or another. Just no, just no one gives a shit. Yeah, I don't, you know, the number's suitable on either side, right? If you're a Commanders fan, you like the short number. If you're going the other way, you might as well take the money line. I Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, if you're, if you're taking Jacksonville, take the money line. Yeah, just take the money line. If you yeah. like Detroit, take the money line. I mean, right. our defense is porous. The so three you know. points doesn't doesn't matter. I will say this, though. If, <laughs> if Coach Ron gets his hands around you, he will slow you to death. And that leaves just the Las Vegas Raiders minus uh, 65 point differential last year. That seems odd too, but it's just must have been. We won a lot of close games, a lot of coin flip games. You you were always coming back too. Always. Always needed to come back. Always. And I don't know how much of that changes. Uh, Hopefully, with the offense, we can get up on teams a little bit and try to run out the clock. Something that John Gruden desperately wanted to do but never could. His halftime adjustments were always, like, atrocious. We have a good first half and then just give the shit away constantly. So I'm hoping that changes with McDaniels. Um, I, I love him. This is this is the most excited I've been about a Raiders team in 20 years. Um, so I'm betting I'm betting with them every step of the way. So we're probably going to get annihilated. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> a thousand percent. Bet like your dogs needed dog food. Yeah. Maybe I could emotionally hedge the other way, like I did with Denver. But against, so that way, if they're losing, if they're not covering, I'm at least making money, or as opposed to the other way. Now, how willing, and again, mind you, we have travel. We have to go to PA, which is 20 minutes from your house. <sighs> 30 minutes from here. Stupid state. Yeah, I mean, when it gets to fruition, we go to Chippers. We go two blocks. We can walk right up the street. (laughs) So that's all going to be, you know, so to to be true to our conviction, we should try to make these wagers 
if we can as many mm-hmm. times within our limits without being poor. Sure, sure, um, sure, sure. Bet with Green Bay. Bet against the Jets. We're going to bet against Seattle. Who else? We were really high on bet with New Orleans. Love New Orleans. Yeah. We were kind of, I'm going to leave the ones where we were kind of split out of it. I don't want to make that, you know, because again, I don't want to bet 10 teams. No. You know, it's typically my threshold is usually about five games. That Um, sounds about right. You know, it's, it's usually where I pick up. Um, who are we in agreement with that really, really, you know, just lockstep? Arizona, you just hate. Fits yeah. my I think Seattle, size. Seattle against the New Orleans four were our strongest. Our strongest two. So, right now, we're going to bet against the Jets, Seattle, and Arizona. Mm-hmm. With, with just, and we love Las Vegas. Yep. And Green Bay and New Orleans. Yep. So, right now, I got three and three. That's fine. So, you know, arguably what we're trying to do here is if there's 17 times three, 51 games. Is that right? Check my math. Sure. Hey, you're, you're literally uh, I was a, a calculator. I was okay with just letting it roll, but if you if you want me to check, yeah, 51. Yeah. So we need to be right 30 games, 32 mm-hmm. games. That's a successful season. Offsets the juice. Mm-hmm. So we've identified bet with Green Bay, New Orleans, Las Vegas, bet against the Jets, Seattle, and Arizona. Yeah. And I think we see that on paper. I don't think people are going to cringe. No, I think that I think as soon as we get into it and start looking at the lines and looking at week by week, hopefully it bears out the way way we think. But we also have to remain flexible if we yeah. see. Here's something for don't all. Be, don't be stubborn. Yeah. Be disciplined, but don't be stubborn. For all the gamblers out there, if you live in a state where you have access to real-time betting, you can make in-game wagers, those types of things. Here's, here's something that I've always done, and honestly, it never fails me. As you're tracking these games, I always track home teams against the spreads, road favorites against all those things start to matter so over and unders for example if you're mm-hmm. watching the one o'clock games and you recognize that there were 10 one o'clock games just to make the math legit sure and eight go over you just bet under on Hammer every single under. on yeah. every single remaining game you know anytime it gets slanted over to one side just go the exact opposite there's been times where i bet every yeah. single over because every game went under and gone to the movies with rose and come out and laugh like oh i hit all four <laughs> You, you know, know something about over unders I saw randomly on TikTok and didn't bother to verify the information on my own. But if you see a line where one of the teams is favored by nine and a half points or more, just bet the under. It hit like fifty eight percent of the time. So you gotta, close val- to, you close gotta to validate that because we didn't make that return. a commandment. Same thing. Yeah. If, if all the favorites covered at one, you bet every dog all at the four. Dogs. So yeah. if you're if you're at home and can just you know blow out your bets, that's the way. Also, too, I track that. So if every single favorite in one day, sometimes it'll run weeks though. You'll have weeks where it's like thirteen favorites yeah. covered, or like the dogs are crushing. Yeah, yeah. It, but it will come full circle. So it just always keep does. that in mind that it's always going to, and that takes some of the emotion out of it. Some of the I hate the five eleven quarterback because, or mm-hmm. I can't bet on Ryan Tannehill because of that playoff loss where sure. he looks so inept. Well, that one I could roll with. Yeah. I'm just not going to bet on well, it. I could be a command. I just never bet. It's just a specifically game. on Ryan, Ryan Cannell. Cannell. Yeah, with actual stakes. He might have be quarterback for long. You like the Malik Willis kid? I'm not really. I mean, just, you know, I've, I've been putting on some preseason stuff. It, it's just, I mean, he looks like he's 30. <laughs> that kid from, what was it, Liberty? Yeah, Liberty. Yeah, he looks like he's 30. He, look, he, he looks good, man. Like, out of all those quarterbacks, we talked a little bit around the draft. Like, this is a weak, weak rookie class. 
And I think it came to bear during our fantasy draft as well. Like, there's no rookie quarterback that you're clamoring to have. Um, so he very well could be the guy. He's definitely the upside guy, whether, you know, it all comes together or not. Who knows? Right but, on. All right. Well, I think that covered everything. Uh yeah, we hope to accomplish. And I think it's some still, groundwork for next week when we start going sure, line by it, line. It gives us a good frame of reference, and uh, I'm very excited for next week to and actually and start. If, if you want to take this angle too, because I'll be honest with you, when I started looking at the lines for week one, mm-hmm. I only gravitated to plus points, and that's probably an obtuse way. But not way. necessarily money line dogs. You're just looking at teams getting points first week. Correct. Okay. And again, it's a weird way to come into the conversation because there's going to be plenty of favorites that are going to cover the point spread. Sure. So again, I'm just looking to get us to where we can hedge just a, you know a minuscule percentage that could save us money in the long run, mm-hmm. right? So I think sometimes taking points, especially like I said in college, in, in, not that we're talking college, but same thing with the NFL. If you think taking points first, knowing that most teams, the average score between an NFL game, if you had to guess, is probably what? Somewhere between four and six points? Yeah, probably. And it is. I'm sure yeah. it is because when I looked at the numbers today. professionals, the game, there's, pro- there's yeah, less yeah. blowouts. So, you know, taking points is a good way to go about sports betting, in my opinion, versus laying, you know, I feel about favorites and, you know, mm-hmm. kind of that that kind of thing. So we'll keep uh, an eye on that. So maybe you look at people laying points that you really love, and I'll look at teams that are getting points that I love. And we can cross-compare notes and come back and see what it looks like. Got it. Teasers on it. Teasers. 16-team <laughs> party. All right, so here's what I did. I took these teams, and I teased it six and a half points. <laughs> The tease to me is the craziest thing in the world because oh, the tease is the best. It's, it's so hard to be right once, you know, and then you're going to make it. Yeah, so you got to double right. choose. Well, that's why you get the you get and the value. You got to be there. right twice. You get the value then, there. Yeah, but, so part of buying know. down your number is you got to get two of these. That's the whole the whole idea. Maybe in the playoffs. One thing shrink a little bit. Maybe. Things become compressed. Regular yeah. season teases to me are just another way for. Um, there's a reason teasers and parlays are made to be attractive. Love you parlays. <laughs> they Love don't give them. you free money unless it's a parlay. Get that plus it's a sign. Parlay. That Here's plus some free money. Big ass number behind it. Like, oh man. Yeah. I would be rich if this parlay Fifty dollars to win two thousand. Yeah, well, obviously. Fifty-six dollars. You could do one goof runners. parlay. You know. Well, but, uh, I'll hit some parlays. I think you're right. I think there's some value in some of those. But again. How does the normal Joe that's sitting in Ohio, again, if I'm gambling like a guy that pays child support, mm-hmm. you know, tying up 300 to $500 in, in wages before the season starts, let alone getting in there and paying double juice yeah. and making these outlandish plays all through, <laughs> you know, the season, won't you be broke and won't the kids need Similac? And, well, and that's the only thing food? you're doing. It's, it's a cost value proposition. You know, telling you. smaller amounts on those crazier things. Limit uh, the number of games. Yeah. Make the bets precise. We'll, we'll, we'll hone in. Yeah, that's where we'll I'm at. Because, again, I don't want either of us to go broke. I agree with you. But I won't be paying child support forever. No, it's true. <laughs> at, at one point, it stops. All right. Well, that's it for what I got for you tonight. Bye, everybody. Bye.